Captain Marvel. Hey, what's up, Superman? What's going on? How are you? I'm doing good. I uh, it's a uh, it's a great day, man. I I love it when it rains and it's raining. And it's all ugly and um, <laughs> I'm I'm weird. I know, like I know there's like my wife. She's um she is really like seasonally affected. You know, when when it's like a couple three days of of gray and rain and stuff, like yeah. it brings her down. And and I'm just yeah. I love it. <laughs> great, great. Absolutely, man, absolutely. So thank you for coming on to my show, first of all, man. Um, for those that are going to be listening, uh, Brian, also known as, as Captain Marvel, uh, and myself have been connected for a while. Um, we've talked here and there, and the conversations are always awesome. Um, so basically how this series goes is basically uh, – I kind of asked people as I was going around on social media, kind of what their favorite person is um, from comic books. And um, basically what I asked them is who their favorite person is and how they relate to that person. I've kind of been very vocal about Superman and why I relate to Superman in his various ways. Um, but my question for you, man, is how do you relate to Captain Marvel? Like what's, what kind of sticks out about Captain Marvel that kind of made you pick her or pick him? Because like, like at, in our, in our essence, right? Like in our, like who we are actually, mm -hmm. we are limitless. We are like literally capable within this reality of anything yeah obviously we're not taught like you know can't fly or whatever but like like our our possibilities are so extreme that we really can't even com comprehend right? right and and captain marvel is that she's this you know lady that like her powers you know just off the charts Right. Yeah. But at the same time, she's, you know, pretty mild mannered when she, when she's not Captain Marvel, she's this woman and, you know, doing her thing. Yeah. But, you know, at, at the essence though, like if we all lived clearly, you know, where we were not constrained by the history and the, you know, sort of what we've been programmed by our, our limitations, having been programmed into us from pretty much birth, yeah you know captain marvel is we would be captain marvel within this realm you know if uh if we could throw yeah. all that stuff off yeah that's definitely true um and i find it uh i definitely find that to be true and even in the um I, I guess that's kind of the similarities between superman and captain marvel right because superman by day is um a reporter, right? He, and nobody suspects that under tie is this guy that can fly and shoot laser beams from his eyes. Like nobody suspects that. And um, I've kind of shared this throughout my own journey and my own process. But when I was, like you said, tapping into those hidden um, 
or suppressed abilities, if, if that's a better word, um, when I was tapping into those abilities for myself, um, I did feel cl like Clark Kent at work. And then I felt like Superman in my creative space, right? Mm. Because in my creative space, um, I didn't necessarily have to wait for instructions. I didn't necessarily have to wait for um, somebody to, to give me the okay to write books or do podcasting or whatever. Like I kind of go based off of how I felt and then whatever I felt, that's what would come to me as an idea. So I could really tap into that Superman-esque type, um, type of energy, right? I could definitely what? tap that once I'm in that creative space. And I think that, uh, like we've talked about in previous conversations, man, I think that um, everybody kind of has a hidden, uh, for those that haven't tapped into it already, if you have been, then great, right? But for people that haven't, um, I think everybody kind of has this hidden ability or hidden potential or hidden energy or whatever you want to call it. I think that's kind of with every within everybody um, I don't think that it's a special. Hey, man, welcome back. <laughs> that was weird. That was weird. I don't know why it does that. Sometimes it does that sometimes, man. I'm not sure. Um, but I think we were going over, uh, I guess, the similarities of Superman and Captain Marvel, right? I think that's where we were going. With yeah, you were, yeah, you were saying that, like, like everybody... You know, like whether they had, um, you know, found it or whether, you know, they've tapped into it that, you know, everybody sort of has this, you know, has these abilities that they, they, you know, sort of possess. And sometimes, you know, you do have to discover it. You know, some of the lucky ones, I think, discover it like really early in life. Yeah. And, um, and, and the weird thing is, is some people, like when you're talking about, um, you know, geniuses or, you know, prodigies, yeah, uh, you know, there, there are a lot of instances of people who, you know, were geniuses, prodigies, whatever, and, you know, and they, you know, they couldn't handle it, you know, because of all the different things that come with um, you know, standing that far apart from the norm, you know. Yeah, um, I think in those cases, it's important to have people around you that are also tapping into their um, abilities, right? Because I, I think the beautiful thing about um since we're on the topic of like heroes and, and superheroes, uh, I think that's a beautiful thing about the superhero space is that um, everybody coexists really, really well. Like even though we all like do different stuff, um, I do find that it's awesome to kind of find people that um, can kind of complement your strengths in an area that you might be weak in. Um, and I think that that's one of the great things about tapping into that 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 energy and that space is that you also find people that are also tapping into their space and what their ability is, 
right? Whether it's one thing or, or three things, like whatever it is, um, you guys can kind of help each other out and kind of, they have your back, you have theirs. So it's not always a, a lonely journey, right? It's lonely. I think to your point that that is kind of the, um, the beautiful thing about it is that you can always find somebody that comes strengths and is strong in the area that you might be weak in. Yeah, I think that's, um, you know, the, uh, that's what's, that's what's cool about the, about the comic book genre is that it's really easy to dismiss it. I don't think so much now, but when it was comic books, it was a lot easier to dismiss because it didn't, it's, it's very unassuming, you know, um, as well as not being very unassuming, which is really odd because when you look at the characters and you look at the art, yeah. you know, you couldn't, couldn't really call it unassuming, but when you start looking at the storylines and the, you know, the, the realities of, you know, what, what is actually happening, you know, which you can now see when it's on the big screen, you know, now it's like super clear exactly, you know, what level of, um, of, of life lessons and spiritual lessons and like all these different things. Like it's writ so large that, you know, it's, it's really obvious, but when it was a comic book, you know, I think it, it was missed so much, you know, like you really had to be like a comic book guy to really get it and so that's why i really like the you know this this recent not not so recent but comparatively recent um you know progression off of the you know the just the comic book page to this you know big screen and you know um the movies you know just in my mind the movies Mm -hmm. in a lot of instances don't don't do such a good at anything more than entertainment and i think the comic book genre is um is doing a much better job at being more than entertainment you know that's that's one of the things i love about the the comic books in particular yeah um i definitely agree with that i i thought that it was um an amazing transition, right, from, because it's like it happened overnight, even though obviously it didn't, but um, it almost felt like it kind of did happen overnight, um, especially when, um, you know, the Marvel Universe has been doing it a little bit longer than the DC Universe, right, in terms of movies. Um, right. And it was a kind of like a seamless transition from the comic books to the movies. Um, and I still, I still remember, you know, when they f- were first looking for uh, Iron Man who made a, who has totally made a way for everybody else. And, <laughs> yeah. Um, Cause he was one of the first heroes at, at Marvel, the Marvel, the MCU mm. um, Marvel cinematic universe. Uh, he was one of the first people to kind of sign up and become 
Iron Man. And uh, I remember hearing in interviews that, you know, that due to his past being kind of sketchy, uh, that people in rightfully so weren't sure, right? They weren't sure if he could, I guess, lead the charge for Marvel in terms of, like you said, taking it from the comic books and turning it into films and movies. And um, clearly, you see where the Marvel Universe is now. Like it, that, they're like this well-oiled machine that can't really be stopped now. But, um, but they were open. You know, they were open to taking a chance on RDJ, who is now with the character of Iron Man, which has made way for other people. And I think that um, just that lesson. Um, can can kind of sort of be applied to everyday life in a sense, right? In the sense that um, you don't always know the works of your labor, I guess. But when you do, when you do find out that the work that you're putting in is making a way for somebody else that might be watching you on YouTube or might be watching you on television or might be listening to your podcast or whatever. Um, and it kind of plants the seed in their brain to, uh, I guess, take on their own journey, um, if you will. Uh, I think that's one of the underlying messages that I've gotten from, um, from the journey of, you know, the Marvel universe and all that stuff is that sometimes you don't know your, your effort until somebody approaches you and says, Hey, I've been watching you for a year. I've been watching you for two years and I love your progress. And it's put the seed in my brain to start my own journey. So I think that, I think that's one of the underlying messages of the Marvel or, or DC, depending on what side you're on. Um, <laughs> Depending on what side you're on, that could be a debate within itself. I'm not going there, but, but that could be a debate within itself. But but I think regardless of what side you choose, like the message is like the same. Like everybody is kind of making the way for somebody else, if that makes sense. Yeah, I remember when um I remember, you know, because I'm I'm a little older, so I remember a lot more of the you know, the Robert Downey Jr. um, you know uh all of that you know like that was that was pretty crazy back then and uh and i'm trying to remember like when like was he was he like a complete nobody when or, or was he like because now you know because he went from i'm trying to remember mm-hmm. where the sherlock holmes movies were because the sherlock holmes movies were like like so good and yeah i think like a Marvel movie and then like a Sherlock Holmes movie. And then like, you know, I know there's been two of them, but yeah, I remember um, when he came back in to the, you know, to the limelight, you know, it was, um, I wasn't sure, you know, I was like, I remember thinking, I was like, this guy. (laughs) (laughs) And, and that's, that's what's cool though. That's, that's what's the one of the coolest things about the whole story is the fact that he was as low what he was as high as you could be literally as well as figuratively <laughs> and then you know he, he crashed as low as you could get yeah now you know he is 
back, you know, and he's just like this this dude that has so transcended his past as much like a superhero anybody that's ever lived. Um, and 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 I don't think that if I don't think it would be as powerful. You know, certainly not for my generation because I don't. I think a lot of the new generation probably doesn't even know anything about the Robert Downey Jr. You know, um, stuff in the past. Like they they probably just know him as the guy that's super successful and yeah, and, and Sherlock Holmes and whatnot. And um, but for people that are my age that now look at that, uh, uh, I just think that 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 so strengthened the whole message of, of the Marvel universe and uh, this, this idea of redemption and human possibility. Um, you know, it really, I don't think anybody saw, you know, or, or, or was thinking that everything would turn out like this. Like, you know, yeah. <laughs> I still remember, I still remember when he, when he went to jail you know, we were all like, "Jail!" What? <laughs> that was that was like the Lindsay Lohan year, you know, when she was she was in and out, and then she finally ended up in in like literal jail, I think, um, for for a minute. Yeah, she went to rehab or whatever. And so, yeah, it's a it's a cool thing to um, and and I wasn't really a comic book guy. Like, I didn't when when the when the movies first started kicking off. Yeah, I. I wasn't really into comic books. Um, like I was when I was really young, but that was actually mostly like just here and there. I wasn't like a comic book head. I was, uh, you know, most of the comic books I read were like Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm talking the original Star Wars, right? Like I remember, I remember when I was, I had to have been like, like, like maybe 12 and I was at a grocery store or something, and there was like a Star Wars comic book. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, um, and, and uh, that's a it's a weird time to think back that long. But anyway, uh, so were you were you like were you always a comic book guy? Um, yeah, but then I I much like you know everybody gets older, uh, we kind of step away from it, but. Um, I was a comic book guy. Yeah, uh, I grew up on. That's what I was joking with you about Marvel versus DC because I like both. I'm, I'm totally open to the fact that I like both. Um, and I did grow up on both. You know, Marvel a little bit more. Got to be honest, but um, yeah, I was definitely always finding somebody in a comic book to read about. Uh, because as as they should be, they're kind of like an escape in a sense, right? They're kind of um, they kind of get your imagination going if you let them. And uh, for me, that's definitely what it did. It definitely got my imagination going, um, which which actually drew me into the question of if you could have, I'm sure you've heard it, if you could have your own ability, I guess, what would it be? Um, and I always thought that was an interesting question, right? So I've always been a... Um, I've always been a flight type of guy. I've always said that if I could do anything, I would fly. Um, 
which the irony, I used to be terrified of heights. So the fact that I would want to fly is funny. Um, um, but I was always into like comic books and things like that. I stepped away from it, you know, due to uh, wanting to like find out more about like business and that type of stuff. I stepped away from it for a little bit. But once I saw that they were turning, uh, they were transitioning from comic books and making comic book movies. Um, I was like a kid in the candy store. I, I, I was waiting. <laughs> I was waiting for that. I was like, yes. Yeah, so that means that I don't always have to sit here and read. I can actually watch it while I'm on the, while I'm on the go and just doing stuff. Sign me up. I will watch all your movies. I don't care. I don't care how long they are. Um, so yeah. So watching the movies actually got me back in touch. I guess they call it your inner child. So, yeah. yeah, so, but yeah, I did grow up on, on comic books and, and that whole wave of just how many characters they've come up with now is crazy. But, um, yeah, I did grow up on those. Yeah. So when you, um, so, so whenever we're talking about comic books, I'm, I'm just going to say the fantastic four movie. Like, I, I I think those are some of the worst. That's, the, <laughs> that's some of the worst cinema. I I could not believe that they could mess anything up that badly. Uh, and and I'm always shocked when there is anybody who's like su- can support yeah travesty like. <laughs> Like who, you know, like that, um, that's, a, that's like, uh, you know, um, you know, that is an immediate, uh, dividing line, you know, like which, which side are you on? Are you okay with, like, do you think that the Fantastic Four movies were, you know, the worst movies ever made or <laughs> are you on the side of truth and justice, you know, or you know, not truth and justice? And, you know, you have this weird place where you can kind of see it somehow the other fits in some level of value, which I absolutely cannot. I mean, they screwed up Silver Surfer. (laughs) There's a movie with Silver Surfer in it, and it still managed to suck. Like, how how do you do that? You know, it's like that, that took talent. I mean, that really took talent to have the character, one of the greatest characters ever created, literally. By yeah. Galactus, um, <laughs> they managed to. I mean, and the thing is, is like the first one was lousy, yeah. And then it was like the third one. The third one was like Legend of Silver Surfer or something. And I was like, well, if they got Silver Surfer in it, it's bound to be good. It's got Silver Surfer in it. How can it be bad? But no, it's not true. Like. That's a that's a Marvel legend or no that's that's DC that's a DC legend but um, yeah that's um that's that's my little rant to anybody who's who's uh you can be friends with me if you hate if you hate the uh, the uh, <laughs> those uh, those movies yeah I have to um I do have to agree with you because here's the thing. I like the Fantastic Four in the comics, right? Like, I like they're one of the first families of of Marvel. Like, that's that was kind that's of their what, um. That's that's what made it so bad. Like, they're literally 
you know, like they're at the core of comic books. Yeah. It would be like it would be like doing a movie on like uh Paul McCartney and casting <laughs> like uh you know Demi Lovato as Paul McCartney. You know, like that just be like that's not gonna work, you know. But yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, no, it's all good. Listen, your your passion for the hatred of the Fantastic Four. I'm here for it. Um, um no, but you know what? I I was disappointed in it myself, especially being uh a fan of Marvel. Um I don't know what they were thinking when they came up with that. Um I feel like because I did watch it, right? Just like everybody else, I did watch it. And to me, the only person that really um, kind of kept me around for watching it was the Human Torch, that he was like the crown jewel of the movie. Um, everybody else was kind of just terrible. But he kept me entertained long enough to actually get through it, um, which is funny because now he's known for being Captain America. So that's so that should be something within itself. But um, yeah, I, f- I do feel like they could have gone with better, I guess, a better script. Especially, Doctor Doom in the comic books is badassery. Yes, and to mess up Doctor Doom, I was disappointed because I, I don't like a lot of villains, but I like Doctor Doom as a villain. Um, but they managed to mess that up too. So I I don't know what they were thinking. I really don't. So I'm, we are aligned in our hatred for the Fantastic Four. Um, but I did see it, and I, I just was not a fan of it. So I felt like they could have went with somebody different. Yeah, I um, Dr. Doom, um, you know, Dr. Doom was, was one of my, uh, one of my favorites. And, um, and of course, uh, you know, Thanos, um, like as a villain, it's like that. That was one of that was some serious magic, because yeah. you know you at the end of it when he's, you know, not not the end of it, but like I guess the beginning of the last uh, the last movie, he's like this dude all busted up, like just seriously busted up, you know, in pain barely able to move around too well on his farm and you know and you're just like you just kind of feel for the guy you know like he he did do what he said he was gonna do you know maniacally focused on killing you know 50 percent of the world or whatever it was um but when he's just doing you know he's you know tottering around on his farm and you're just like man you know he did it to himself, but man, he, you know, he did it. You know, like it, that's that was um that was one of the secrets or one of one of the, the linchpins of the magic that they were able to portray that character bat, you know, as a as what he was, but at the same time, there was just this little bit of yeah. like of of appreciation for you know for what he did and kind of why he did because we all kind of can sit back and realize that that there there may be you know some 
so there is certainly some overpopulation on this planet. And, 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 and that really is just because we're not doing a very good job of managing the planet as opposed to just managing the parts. You know, we're like individual parts. If we came together and managed as a planet, I think yeah. that thing would work a lot better. But, um, you know, it's, a, it's an interesting thing. But I, I love those movies. I, you know, I thought it was masterful cinema. Yeah. Um, I'm curious to see where they go with it, man. I really am. Um, and again, going back to what we were talking about, um, I love how, uh, especially with what the Marvel Universe was kind of able to do with setting up everybody in their own individual movies and then bringing everybody together, right? In terms of the Avengers. Um, we, I, th- I think us as like comic book fans kind of knew that was coming. Um, especially when they started introducing like Iron Man and then Captain America and then Thor. Um, you kind of knew that the Avengers movies were on the horizon, but we just didn't know when. Mm-hmm. And the way that they did it was just dope. It was just awesome because they built, they had us build singular relationships with the characters first. And then when they had enough movies, I guess, put out, um, they brought everybody together. So I love the way that they did it. Like, even though they had like a rocky start, so how they got to that point, they kind of had a rocky start. But the way that they ended that was, um, I think they did it right, like with the way that they ended it, even though it started off kind of rocky and some of the movies were good, some were bad. Um, the way that they ended it and made up for it was, was to me anyway, to me it was awesome, the way that they ended that, ended the, the Avengers run, if you could call it that. Um, I thought that was dope, the way that they, the way that they set that up. Yeah, I don't, um, like I said, I, I don't know, you know, all of these storylines. So I don't know what's supposed to come next. Like, what's the, you know, like in the, in the storyline, what is supposed to come next after they go back in time and, um, you know, read, what, what is it? So the last thing that happened was Thanos killed every like 50% of the world or whatever it was. And then they like, it's been a minute since I've seen the movie. So then he like, they like go back in time and then try to undo the, the damage basically. Yeah. That was basically what, um, the last movie, which was Avengers Endgame, with everybody in it. Uh, that's what the last movie was about. It was undoing, uh, the damage that, that Thanos had done by snapping his fingers and wiping out 50% of the population, which is crazy. Um, but that's what Avengers Endgame was about. It was about reviving everybody. And um, I think Iron Man and Black Widow died at the end of it. Um, but the goal that they were trying to set out to do, they did, which was bringing back everybody that kind of snapped away. Yeah, and, and then and the, the latest thing I heard was that uh, what's his name? 
Crate, Crano, Cracko, Crate, uh, the dude that's in Loki, the, 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 the villain that, uh, that just got, that was killed in the, uh, in the Loki series. Um, and he's supposed to be like some kind of time traveler guy with a lot of, a lot of gadgets and stuff. And, um, and then it's supposed to be like, you know, that that's like the next move if I'm if I'm not mistaken. Is there something to do with with him and like possibly Thanos or something like that? There's did you watch the Loki series? No, I didn't, but I do know who you're talking about. Um you're talking about I think um Kang the Conqueror. Yeah, yeah, that's him. Yeah, but he's he's not called Kang the Conqueror in uh in the series. But you know, based on what what people have read into it, it's it's Kang the Conqueror, and um, you didn't watch you didn't watch Loki. Loki was awesome. It was it was kind of you know there were some parts in it that were a little weird, but just as a you know just as a show, um, it was really good. Definitely recommend that if you ever that one. And uh, and I watched Agent Carter. Agent Carter was really good too. Yeah, Agent Carter was was good. Um, another series that I was getting into it was like a, it was like an animated series. Um, it was called Marvel's What If. So yeah, I saw that, but I I could never get into it because it was, um, it was it wasn't like live action, right? It was it was like cartoons. Yeah, it was cartoons. Yeah, cartoons and animated. Yeah, I um. I uh I'm I'm anxious for them to put out another movie because I I watched Agent Carter. I was very sad to see that that wasn't being renewed. Um, because there was you know lots of cool stuff going on there. Yeah. And then you know, Loki is coming out. Uh, the next next you know season of Loki is hopefully coming out um soon. <clears throat> but yeah, I'm I'm ready for the for the next uh you know for the next. Did you watch? Did you watch the uh, the most recent one with uh, the Ten Rings or whatever it was called? Uh, oh, you mean Shang Chi, the Legend of yeah. the Ten Rings? Yeah, um, I saw. I saw part of it. I didn't see the whole thing, um, but I do know that they were going off the, going off the. Um, it was like right after the Avengers stuff, like they were talking about it, I think. Um, and it's kind of like an uprising of new heroes and whatnot, but I didn't see all of it. I didn't see the whole thing. Did you? No, no, I haven't. I haven't. Uh, I, I didn't. Uh, I, I, I was kind of looking at it and thinking about it, but I haven't. Uh, I may go see it or, or I don't, it's probably out of theaters now, but it's been a minute, but, um, I might go go track it down online or something. I um I don't really I wasn't that familiar with the storyline, so I wasn't yeah. really invested in the uh, in in any of it too much. But yeah, I might I might go see it at some point. So uh, so the last um the last I uh, I read you were. Uh, you're trying to get your your stuff into 
what Dillard's or something like that. Was that what I saw? I felt like you had found the contact or something, and you were going to be able to get your um, your perfume. I think it was in the into, into, the, oh, in, into Macy's. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, but that's going to take a little bit longer to do because I I have to. Um, I think I have to get some things trademarked, and I have to get patents, and I have to find a patent, a patent attorney, um, and then I also have to connect with vendors and and a certain team that would get me in the door of, of Macy's, um, and then I also have to buy like the bottles and stuff like that themselves. Right. So, um, yeah, that yeah, you read that right. That is on my part of my journey at some point um yeah that's so, a, I've, been, so that's I've been doing other things like in the meantime like like now uh during the day to kind of help me get there a little bit faster so i have the bottles uh eventually um i've been doing like uber eats um to get myself like some quicker money so i could manifest that um but yeah that yeah you're definitely right. That is on my horizon at some point. So how's the how's the Uber Eats thing coming? Um, it's coming pretty good. It's been uh, consistent. It's been a lot more consistent. Um, I needed something consistent while I build my book stuff. I needed something consistent because I love doing books, but it's, but at the same time, it's not consistent. So in the meantime, while I'm waiting on my book money to come, um. I figured I could do something on like the day to day throughout the day. Right. And um, Uber Eats kind of worked for me because it lets me set my own schedule and pick up my own deliveries. So if I want to do three or four deliveries a day, I could. Or if I want to like take a break and do one or two, I could do that. Um, so that's what, because I did it back in the day. I, I did Postmates back in the day, but now they've merged with uber eats um mm -hmm. so so i had to make a new account and things like that to kind of sign up for uber eats so that's what i've been doing in the meantime while i'm still um coming up with more books to do and coming up with more perfume stuff to do um i needed something on the day-to-day -day that i could do while i'm building and uh uber eats has been working really well for me in that department because it's been consistent and that's what I was kind of looking for. I needed something cons consistent. Yeah. I, I saw you would, you were, uh, are you, are you working on a new book? Yeah. So for those that are going to be listening, I am type two diabetic. And that was the book that I was working on. Um, I've run into writer's block at the moment, so I haven't been, but but even that book is just about done. I'm I'm on like page 20 when I got to my writer's block for that book. So yeah, that is the book currently that I'm working on. Um, but again, like I said, I've kind of hit a bump in the road. So I've been doing the Uber Eats until I get out of my writer's block. But yeah, that's in my that's on my that's in my pipeline. So what's the what's this book about generally? Uh, well, this book is about um, it's called Undefeated uh, Fighting Invisible Ailments 
and basically how like if you're going through something internally um most people don't know unless they ask or 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 unless they're a medical professional and they can kind of tell by certain things that you do or, or how you may move that uh you might have diabetes you might have depression or whatever like whatever your invisible ailment happens to be right um and uh, i had a family member that was encouraging me to kind of write about that because i started it off with um talking about my experience with being now a type 2 diabetic and a lot of people can't really tell unless they ask me right so um, yeah, that's kind of what planted the seed for me to work on that book, like in particular, is that like sometimes it's okay to, um, it's okay to ask and not assume, because I find that a lot of people, unfortunately, they assume things before they ask. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that that's what kind of planted the seed in my brain for that book in particular. Um, but I've had writer's block for like a week now, like a week or two. So I haven't been doing it, but it's in the works. It's it's in the works. Yeah, I was I was writing on a uh, this book I'm calling the the Time Watchers, and I got this idea that I wanted to start a screenplay because I always felt it like you know like a like a movie like it was going to be a movie, and um. And I started moving into this idea of a screenplay, and I suddenly just couldn't write anymore. <laughs> like, I, uh, you know, I was just like, first got on this, like, what software am I going to use? And then I, like, messed with that for a minute. And But really, it's all about the fact that this book is so big. Like, it feels so big. They're like, you know, these, these dudes that are, um, you know, like they, they go around and they basically, um, they're like, like nodes, if you want to call them, there's these, these time nodes, right. And their point